0: If this is Truth Be Told. We're back. Uh, I feel like this pandemic basically has us um, not really doing much with our lives, so we're just going to keep doing podcasts until you guys get tired of us. <laughs> I have Dr. Gary Dennis. What's going on, Gary? Greetings and salutations. No, not again. Okay, Dr. <laughs> Kyle Dumford. <laughs> What's going on, Kyle? Uh, Staying busy, man. Staying busy. My man. A newcomer to the podcast, Dr. Andre Jordan. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, folks, and everybody else out there uh, in quarantine land? Dr. Jordan, you got to tell us a story about, you know, the assistant that you had to fire recently um, because she lied about the corona, having the coronavirus or something like that. Um, And we could tell she was lying. But, you know, if you say that, you text it to me, you tell our manager, we got to play this by the book, you know, because you could have just said, hey, look, I, I don't comfortable coming out because of the virus and i would say well you're going to be in the office by yourself but if you don't feel comfortable i understand i get it don't worry about it i'll go and do it myself right oh, you're saying that she said she had coronavirus no she said she had the symptoms to it mm-hmm. like she said oh you know i woke up with a fever and a cough and then she said uh you know but i, I talked to my doctor my doctor said that I don't have any symptoms, so I don't have to get tested. I said, well, those are the symptoms. <laughs> I would have fired her just for being stupid. Well, no, I, mean, I, I mean, if you said she, I mean, come on. Like, she, she gave you symptoms, you and then said... The, "Like like Dr. George said. You got to play, by the No, but yeah. she gave you her yeah. symptoms, and then said, I don't have symptoms. Right. That's, she said that's what her doctor said, but I said, okay, well bring me a note to your doctor saying you don't have symptoms of those are the symptoms. So I'm going to need that you don't, you're going to have to go over the test. I said, go, go on over there to Butler Stadium where they got the pre-testing, and then they can jam that thing all the way up your goddamn nose. I said, the way, you can't come in for more days. And so she kept trying to run the story, and I said, listen, you either tell me that you're lying, and now it's a 14-day suspension, or you quarantine for 14 days with a note. Either way, you out for 14 days. Mm-hmm. I said, and if you're lying, then you need to put that in writing." right. And so she basically came back and said she was lying. But the more I thought about it, I, you know, like she's on this 14-day suspension, but she's going to be, unless she listens to this podcast now, she doesn't know <laughs> 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 so wait a minute. So, so you're 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 pretty much firing her on the podcast? yeah Okay. This is the first. This is the first. I'm I'm in, I'm enjoying this, I'm not gonna lie to you. Virtual <laughs> fire. Can you give me her email so I can send her the, the podcast? And then I'm gonna FaceTime her so I can see her reaction when she gets to the podcast. <laughs> No, honestly, if he, if he is getting fired,
1: he, he's probably doing her a favor because now she can apply for unemployment.
0: Oh, there you
1: yeah. go. Uh, being fired for, well, I don't know how things work in Texas, but, I mean. It's a wild, wild west down here. Laws, they can't get unemployment. You're right. They won't, I they won't be eligible. You right. I think are trying to take, that, take advantage of uh, additional family leave stuff where if you get sick, you get paid regardless. Mm.
0: Right. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, there you go. But yep. you
0: know what? The other thing about it is where I also work part time still. I have her. I brought her on. Her on over there before. So where it really got sticky, and this is what she's really getting fired for, is she reached out because I told her, "Say, yo, you can't come to work at my office or over there without the note." Because I, I mean, you're telling me, and that's mm-hmm. irresponsible. Mm-hmm. I have you come to work and out of place. You can sue me and the patients can sue me, you know, much less get sick if you really have it, you know. So you're, you know, this leave is for both places, you know, the quarantine. She tried to reach out to my manager who, who I'm her boss too, you know. So it's like, I'm your boss in both places. So what are you doing? (laughs) So she was like, Oh, I can't do that because that's not his practice. And so. Once, of course, my manager told me. I hit her up and say, "Listen, you realize I'm your boss in both places." I said, that, that, "That my manager, I'm her boss. She's not my boss. Do you understand how this works?" So, I, I'm not going to fire her from there because I don't want to put her out there because there's going to be a lot of unemployed motherfuckers after this is all over. So I don't want to. Have- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I I'm not going to lie to you. I'm enjoying this podcast a lot. <laughs> i'm not going to edit anything this is what this is it this is wonderful i'm not going to lie to you this is this is awesome <laughs> let's talk about what we're doing um when it comes to kind of abiding by the law or by the rules i should say not law right i guess unless your governor said this is this is mandatory and you cannot do this this and this right what we're doing and then on top of that how we're keeping our practices going because by basically limited to just emergency, a lot of people now are shutting down. And I believe that dentistry is going to change big time. I'm going to say, and I'm going to put it out there, I'm going to say one third of dentists are not going to make it through this. I agree. You know? I think it might be more. And there you go. So what do you think? But I mean, so do you think that these mandates are beneficial? Or do you think that this is a reach of governance? So you have to look at it, you have to weigh again. Like, this is just like the same thing that Trump's up there, and then, you know, uh, got with it. Fauci? Yeah. Fauci? Fauci yeah. The, yeah. All right. So, you have to weigh the, or in Como, saying the same thing, like, you have to weigh the economics versus safety and right. health. The social. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what is, what is more important? Is saving lives more important, or is making money more important? Right. So like, it, it, you know, at this particular junction, worldwide uh endemic, pandemic, whatever you, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, you know, it's probably more like you can make money, but you might die and you might kill some people because of your greed mm-hmm. or you can take the hit economically and live and then when it's over, you can make money again. So, so it's basically like how much... It comes down to greed. Like, are you greedy? Or do you want to live and, you know, have opportunity later? Okay, well, let me put it this way. Let me rephrase the question. Do you think the government overreached by basically telling us what to do? No, I think they failed by not telling us what to do sooner. Mm. Okay. I agree. Okay. But I'm still waiting for my 40 acres and a mule, so I'm not Okay, let it go. Let it go. We're not doing this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Wrong podcast for that. <laughs> what uh what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Because we always end every podcast with basically saying, What do you think the future of dentistry looks like, right? So now we are in the position where now the government uh is is, is basically dictating what we're going to do. Do you think that this is gonna continue? Um, for the foreseeable future, you know, a year from now, two years? You know, uh, what if we don't get a vaccine and, 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 and we start to get more, um, you know, we get more, more spread of this disease? Do you think that, you know, the government is going to now tell us what to do for an extended period of time, a year or two from now? We'll start with Dr. Uh, Jordan. I think that what's going to happen is I think that the virus – Let's say we don't get a vaccine for it, right? This virus is going to be relegated to the category of every other virus that we've seen, H1N1, you know, swine flu, bird flu, all that. It's going to be a seasonal virus that we're going to have to contend with. Um, however, the narrative is going to be spun because like we keep talking about the numbers going up in May and the dead and all this kind of stuff, that's a function of how many people, how long. This has really been in the community, right? So as these numbers go up, like walking dead, we all got it, then the death rate goes down. So now that gets spun. Oh, this actually has a lower mortality rate than the common flu. So don't worry about it. You're not one of the 20,000 people that died of the flu last year. You, you know, that's so, how this is going to So what you're saying is with time, we're going to relax the, um, the, the mandates. Because we're going all gonna we were all gotten exposed to it, and if you you survived it, then you have immunity to it. So it's not going to be as strict as it is now, right? Because see, I also if we start talking epidemiologically, you know, I believe in the whole decreased virulence theory, where a virus can only live right if it has a host to live off of, and in the course of history, extremely deadly viruses. They die off because they kill their hosts, right? You know, bubonic plague and all that kind of stuff. So each iteration ends up, each mutation, actually, in theory, this we'll get into just a the theoretical conversation here, each mutation should theoretically be less virulent in order to ensure the survivability of the virus in society. You see what all I'm right. saying? Right, right. You know, now, I mean, it's we've seen it over and over again. You know, because um, now with swine flu, the vaccine, inoculation is part of the flu vaccine mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know, you see? So, you know, the, the cure or the cost for containment from a capitalist perspective can't be more detrimental than, than the actual problem that we're trying to solve. And right now, that's where the debate is, because we're teetering on that line. That line is kind of getting blurred. Now, Nobody, none of us want the virus. You see what I'm saying? But when you start looking at the numbers, as these stats come out, it's going to be like, what were we all tripping about if the actual mortality rate is X amount low? You know, so I think that's where we're going to end up. Because At some point, you can't bankrupt everybody, put everybody out of housing. It's like that's when you do have global collapse for real, for real, because we're all we're teetering on it now. OK, what do you think the future looks like, um, Dr. Dumpert?
1: Well, the, I, I think right now we're, we're acting on the information that we have. And, mm-hmm. and I agree uh, that we, we just don't have the information until we have the antibody testing where we're testing everybody and knowing who's infected, who's already gotten over it. Um, I mean, every UPMC came out with, you know, what looks to be a promising vaccine for this thing, but it's going to take 12 to 18 months to get it through. So uh th- th- As far as the future of dentistry goes, uh, I I hate to say it, but I think you know uh, the N95 masks, the the negative pressure rooms, the the HEPA filtration systems are going to be a standard of care, or going to become that standard of care uh, because they're going to be planning for the next airborne virus that we're not immune to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and didn't sign up for dentistry to walk in a hash mat suit to treat everybody, you know? I, oh, I, something I used to say in college was, you know, invite the germs into your body. I mean, the, the more stuff you're exposed to, the stronger your immune system is. That's why we've survived a lot of things, our immune system. Mm-hmm. And that, that's going back to, uh, you know, again, the Darwin thing and would the strong survive, which is, you know, A a bad way to think about it, but humans, for the most part, since we, you know, created fire, we've, you know, uh, kind of evaded that survival of the fittest kind of thing and relied on our brains to get us through more than, you know, what our bodies are capable of. I mean, if you, if you had blind or uh, bad eyesight, you know, a thousand years ago, you weren't going to be able to go out and hunt and catch food. You were going to die off. Now, You know, look how many people are wearing glasses and stuff. So, uh, you know, part of me is thinking, you know, survival of the fittest, let everybody get the virus and whoever comes out of it. Great. But it's easy to say that in theory when, you know, none of my family is infected yet. But if, you know, some of them start to get infected, then you Mm -hmm. think, well, that's really not the best approach because I don't want to see any of the people that I care about, you know, succumb to this thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's Dennis. What do you think the future of dentistry looks like, uh, with this whole, uh, government intervention and just in general the virus? Uh, I mean, right now, I feel like there's, uh, minimal government intervention, uh, because there is a Republican president and, uh, the Republican mindset is, uh, state run intervention. Now, <laughs> if there was a the Democrat, like, think about this. If Bernie Sanders was president, do you really think that the states individually would be making the mandates? no, the whole the the, the president would be like everybody stay, you're staying home till this date mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that so that's you know a bit of the difference but uh as far as dentistry um i don't I don't necessarily think that it's definitely going to change. I don't think that every uh patient we have to see. We're going to be wearing a hazmat suit and every patient treat has to be in a negative pressure room. But I think it might be a requirement that at least one operatory in your office is negative pressure and that you have a hazmat suit in your office in case something happens. Uh, I could definitely see that, you know, at the very least, I know I'm going to be ordering up a stockpile of N95. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, especially, well, another thing is that like, you know, let's go back to, I've I mentioned it before, SARS, right? SARS is coronavirus. It mm-hmm. is severe acute respiratory syndrome. Coronavirus, that's the name of it. So it's not like this is the first time we've seen this. It's just that with the SARS event, it was mm-hmm. just very well managed and maintained. This particular coronavirus is poorly maintained, but it also oh, yeah. Could have been related to who was in power at the time. Well, the difference between the SARS and this coronavirus is the fact that you don't have to have symptoms in order to be trans in order to be able to transmit it. Right? With SARS, you got sick really bad and you were infectious. This one, right. you don't have to be sick and you're still infectious. And that's the problem. People are walking around not knowing that they're literally giving it to other people. Yes. And that's the hardest part about this whole thing, right? Um, but in the end, I mean, I I think personally, one uh, this whole leveraging um, your office uh, in dentistry, where basically just taking that loan after loan after loan to buy the shiny laser or the CBCT and, and all this stuff, I think that's going to stop because now people are struggling. I mean, those offices are not going to make it when if you don't have if you don't have cash. I honestly don't know how you're going to make it through this whole thing, because sooner or later, those debt collectors are going to come in. And it's showing all those people that are just building and building and building and not thinking about, hey, we need to have cash on hand just in case we hit this rough patch. And I think that that's, comes, those one-thirds are going to be gone. I, I think there's going
1: it. to be a, a lot of uh wiggle room for Dennis. I mean, we're, we're in a really good profession. They're always going to need Dennis, the I mean, what's our uh, default rate on loans, like quite percent? Yeah, something. really low. Uh, so I, I, the banks are going to work with us no matter what. I mean, they they know as long as we can get back to treating patients, they're going to get their money. So they'll they'll loan us whatever they need to. It's all the other small businesses out there that, you know, the the bakeries, the you know, the mechanics, or all these other things. I, that's where I. I'm thinking we're going to see a huge drop off of small businesses, but the, for the most part, if, if you were decent at running a business or even you know half decent, I think the dentists are going to get by. But again, the problem is a lot of dentists. We have a a, a very forgiving profession in the business world, and a lot of dentists don't have that business mind about them, and you know they they will be probably the will ones that are closing up their doors
0: what about well, venture capitalists what about venture capitalists um you know and, and corporate dentistry do you think that venture capitalists are going to look at dentistry and say you know what this is still something worth investing in that yes i think to kind of piggyback on it, what i think is going to happen in dentistry is that you're going to have the smaller practices let's say like myself who can directly control your overhead You'll be fine through all this, right? Um, it's the big, bloated corporate entities that are going to either stumble on themselves or do something really, really robber baronish, like strip their, their overhead down, kick out a lot of senior people to get in new grads, you know, and then on top of that, take advantage of all the government systems, you see? So people are already circling the wagons like that. So and then the smaller practices that don't make it go into what Dr. Number was saying that they weren't really competent in business to take advantage of this or survive, you see? Or if you just if you're a dentist that sucks, if you don't have any patients that are loyal to you, then they're not going to come back to you because this is going this is the equivalent of the Thanos finger snap. Some people are not gonna make it, you know. I think that the big corporate that stumble on themselves. There are venture capitalists that are waiting and circling the wagon or, or, or they smell the blood in the water blood and, and water. they all up the pieces. Cause we already know of big corporate entities that are starting to furlough people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, slash rates, slash payroll. And it's made. It's new brandy, you know? So mm-hmm. they're going to, it's going to be a lot of that funny business going on. Okay. Well, we're going to end it here, um, but I actually want to leave a question for for next time. A lot of dental schools are basically doing their classes online, right? And these students aren't finishing their requirements. Do you think that they should actually graduate without finishing their requirements? Because some of these dental stu- schools are saying, we're not coming back until the fall. Their are fourth years to need to graduate do you think that these guys need to finish their requirements or sh- do you think that they should be forced to take, uh, um, you know, uh, residency for that year? This kind of- students coming up right now. Okay, okay, Gary. Gary, this was – this you see, I said that that was a discussion <laughs> all right, all right. for later. You see how you just got, did that? I can talk an hour about that. I, I know you can. That's, it was just a tease. You see, this is exactly why you don't control the podcast. It was a tease. <laughs> so that's something that we're going to talk about next time you know uh so thank you gentlemen for coming on I uh, definitely appreciate you guys we'll put this, we'll stop it here and then we'll talk about the 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 whole dental school and dental students uh next time thank you guys thank you Hi. all right